0: Instead of telling you exactly what's in this episode, just listen to this.
1: <laughs> on, a, on a go-kart just going off a job. Have it all serious too. Yes, like have yes. it be, yeah. Oh god. Yeah. That'd be so good.
0: Welcome to game three.
1: Welcome to Bits of Time, where we ask the simple question, is this video game worth your time? And today we're talking about Chocobo Racing, which we, Larry, and myself, played together for 38 minutes and 18 seconds. And with a stake through my childhood heart, I don't think this game is worth your time. But man, did I really have fun with it.
0: I really hate that you said that, brother. I think the only reason that you dislike this game (laughs) is because... I kicked your
1: butt in this one over and over again. Larry, do you think it's worth your time? No. <laughs> but if you didn't know, I am Michael, and I am a chocobo lover, but I would not race them. And if this is your first time at Bits of Time, we just figuring out if it's worth your time. I already said that, but you got this. We got this. Man, Larry, we played this game together. There are it's a lot to talk about for 38 minutes yeah isn't that crazy interesting and why i want to say (laughs) um why it's not worth the time we basically played all the content we wanted to from a multiplayer standpoint you know having somebody else to play with you and that's the problem but we are gonna talk about another game this season that also isn't content rich that i think is a really good game And we'll compare the two when
0: we get there. Oh, that's an
1: excellent game. What a tease. (laughs) What a tease. So, it's interesting because there's enough that you can unlock in this game. But
0: I'm genuinely fascinated to hear your reasons for why you don't like this game. I actually thought this is like the Michael cutesy little cart racer game that I thought you would like. And outside of the fact that you just
1: didn't play it very well, what didn't you like about it? (laughs) Here's the thing. I do like it. And that's where but I can't recommend it because of how lacking it is. Even once you unlock the secret courses, there's only 10 total. And one of them is basically just a circle. And so, <laughs> like that that's boring. <laughs> and I just don't think there's enough variety. I did not play the story mode this time around, but I did play it when I was a kid. I played it more than once. I played it like 3 <laughs> times. And because there's a secret character I remember unlocking, you have to beat it at least twice. And that's uh You know what? I'm not going to spoil it here. No, it doesn't matter. This is not that type of game. (laughs) Uh, You can unlock Squall from Final Fantasy VIII, and I specifically remember that, so I at least beat it twice when I was a kid, probably three times. I was very obsessed with this game, and I really (laughs) love it, and I still do like it. Childhood, you hate yourself. Yeah, exactly, but I just cannot recommend it because there's just not enough, and the two modes that you can really do cooperatively is a Grand Prix, which every game needs that this game does have and that's good and that's just a one-on-one race and if you pick certain items, it's just <laughs> it's no fun at all.
0: Yeah, and so and that was kind of my thing, right? Like, I want to live in just the memory of me beating you in this game but I really think it was more the items that were helping it <laughs> than anything. I, I did figure out the turn mechanics a little bit that I think kind of helped me. they are I feel like they're designed for people who aren't as twitchy and so I think it maybe helped me <laughs> a little bit because it's very goring, goring, with the way that you I know yeah I would say that, yeah,
1: yeah there's <laughs> no, yeah motion <laughs> he's just slowly turning his hand I think what I do like about the game and surprisingly uh, holds up pretty well is the controls I think the controls yeah. are actually really solid you feel like you have a very um, you have a very your character is? is very weighted it feels like yes heavy. thank you yeah. like you have control of that you feel the weight mm-hmm. of your character and that works really well so like, all these things sounds like they're so positive. Like I, like, I like the feel of the cars. I like the nostalgia of ha- racing with Final Fantasy characters. Like, and not just characters. Like, you know, the White Mage, a Chocobo, a Mog. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the fun characters. Like, a behemoth. The ones that almost don't
0: get as much... Well, I guess behemoth. But the ones that usually don't get as much attention. Yeah. They're kind of like the mascots of the series. Yes.
1: They're the reoccurring enemies mm-hmm. and that kind of jazz. And... It's all possible. I think there's, especially there's this music track, and I th- I think it's considered goblin theme, but in the forest level, that soundtrack, level, oh, it's just so uh, good.
0: I, I would actually argue. I think probably its strongest point is its music. I think it has very very good music for the most part,
1: which makes sense because it's probably just reimagining a <laughs> you <know>, Final Fantasy <laughs> game music. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Uh, what do you think it needs? Like, I mean, I feel like the easy
1: answer is like it needs a battle mode, but. Yeah, battle modes are hard to do in mm. these games, but what it has going for is a solid pickup magic system. So it's a I would say it's a combination between Diddy Kong Racing and Mario Kart, which is a very good examples to learn from. Mm. You have, if you pick up certain magic spells, you can upgrade them. So like fire can become firega eventually. So it goes into three permanent permutations. Oh, that sounds right. Permutations, so, you got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so that's cool. That reminds me of Diddy Kong Racing. You pick up a bunch of missiles. Well, you get a bunch of them. You get heat seeking, all that jazz. But then you also get a character ability that you get to select before you even start racing. And that's unique, too. So those combinations really work. So I think that could be fun in a battle mode just give me Mario Kart 64's battle mode with balloons or something. Or maybe you're popping jewels or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it would Crystals. Be, it would be interesting to see like what the battle mode would look like. Because it also did feel, granted, this is just it's an older game. I don't know how it would run with like more than two people on the screen at a time.
1: Yeah, and this was created in 1999. So Chocobo Racing was developed by Square Product Development Division 7. What a very unique name, guys. Uh, and published by Square Electronic Arts on August 10th, 1999. So this was for the PS1. And, you know, it was mainly just two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could get the multi-tap extension, but it was very rare. And, yeah, I don't think that this game would not run very well. Like, you know, in Mario Kart 64, when you had three to four people, the music would just be non-existent, which I always thought was funny. <laughs> uh, did this... I guess this is where my lack of, like, remembering
0: exact years... When did Mario, the first Mario Kart and for Diddy Kong come
1: out? Do we- I believe Mario Kart 64 was 96 and Diddy Kong was 98 or 2000. So, 100. check. Check. I was wrong. They both came out in 97
0: here in the States. But, so then... This oh, so when you said both, were you talking Diddy Kong and Mario? Kart? Yeah, yeah. So this is still definitely a result of like, hey, look at the success these games are having. Let's try a kart racer in the Final Fantasy universe.
1: Yeah, and an event knowing that back in this time they pumped out a game within a year or two. Yeah, this is definitely the answer to that. I don't know if you know Crash Bandicoot Racing was or CTR was out before then. Doesn't matter. Kart racers was was definitely a thing, especially after Super Mario Kart on the SNES. Yeah. So I, I just I wonder Is that if Super Mario Kart? doesn't matter Mario Kart, Mario Super Mario Kart. It's probably Super Mario. It was Kart. Super Mario Kart Yeah, it, that sounds, it just started. it just sounded strange when I it love, came
0: out. We got an inside look at you your brain, like what you think on the inside, just came out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so but it's just it's kind of fascinating. Like I love, or at least I love the idea that back then it felt like people just threw crap against the wall and was like here let's give this a shot nowadays there's so much more risk at trying something like this now granted technically square could do it right now they're in position where they could
1: absolutely and isn't there a chocobo? yeah there's a chocobo gp and but it was microtransactioned up the wazoo of, of and, course it was yeah, yeah. exactly exact. like i was so excited for that game to come back and then i just saw that i'm like
0: man come I, on it, it's just it It makes you wonder why games can't just exist in like a... Okay, people are going to buy this and play it for a couple weeks and then they're done with it.
1: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Why do you need the game to exist in perpetuity for like, you know, years?
1: Not everything's going to be with the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, you know? Yes. It just doesn't work like that. (laughs) It's hard to compete with the big boy. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, what is wrong with, you know... And I wish expectations were a little bit different, you know. Square Enix has always gotten weird about this... Like uh, certain games for marketing, not selling as well. Like there's nothing wrong with coming out with a game that would sell 500,000 to a million copies. Like Chocobo GP. Like that, if you had, you know, you just did what this game needed. And what this game needed, getting back to that question, is it needed more content. And it needed a battle mode. Yeah, I guess
0: that's what I was trying to get at. So so battle mode. And it
1: needed a more, more tracks. You have 10 tracks. That's not enough in a racing
0: game to me. Do you think it maybe needed more characters too?
1: Um, no, after you unlock them, I think there are let me check real quick. There are eight unlockable characters. That is definitely enough for me. My,
0: well so what is that the roster then total would be eight plus was it originally were there? Let
1: me off the top of my head, uh it's so it's Chocobo, Mog, Behemoth, the Golem, the Goblin, the White Mage, the Black Mage, uh Bahamut. So it's about, it's about sixteen. Sixteen yeah. or seventeen somewhere around there. I think that's, 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 that's plenty. plenty. Yeah, that's plenty. Knowing that Mario Kart sixty four only had eight. Yeah. Yeah, man. like yeah. it's totally fine. And I that is the one thing I don't know when we got here, but it seems like people want more racers. Mm-hmm. Like more options, I would rather have less racers and more tracks.
0: Yeah, no, hundred. I agree, hundred percent. I I think it is a weird thing, and I mean, Mario's doing it to himself at this point, with or Nintendo is, but it's you just need so many characters nowadays, and I feel like, yeah, I think the track should be what matters because, okay, fine, you you see the back of your character's head, but that's about it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's I get it. It's the personality and stuff. And this game does that cool thing where you can pick the power items, your special move that you use. And I think some of them are pretty unique and kind of cool. Did I mean, you mean, not, not, really, not really unique. Did but, you have a favorite? Uh, I mean, I think the boost is the most useful one. You just yeah. charge up, boost, and I get a boost whenever I want. Cool. The yeah. shield's interesting. There's some other stuff where you can, like, fly.
0: You, you know what? I felt like this game didn't have that, uh, the catch-up mechanic.
1: Oh, like, uh, like from- so,
0: like you even being in second place, right? It's your, it didn't feel like you were getting more boosts or things didn't hit me as easily. I, I guess it doesn't necessarily, there isn't the random like things that could hit you as much, but that lacking that felt like if I got a lead, unless
1: I started driving poorly, it was pretty hard for you to catch up to me. Yeah. And that, I think that is one of the problems with the one on one. There that can change when we did the Grand Prix pre, uh, but I still, <laughs> I still really sucked at that. So the first Grand Prix we did, so at the time that we only had eight maps, so we did two Grand Prix and that's Sorry, the, that, yeah. that's the game. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Larry got first, I got third. The second Grand Prix we did, Larry got first again, and I got sixth place, which is last (laughs) place, because there's only six racers, and I only had two points the entire uh, four tracks that we did. So I was so bad
0: at this game. So, I was kind of wondering, so when we got, when we decided we were going to do this for the episode, and I was kind of like, you know, there wasn't a ton to talk about with a game like this, because you kind of already gave us the whole spiel (laughs) of the game, which is a problem, but I was kind of wondering, so... For the most part, I would argue competitively over the years, I've probably tended to lean being a little bit better on average. Like maybe 65% of the time, I tend to be better. However, I'd say Mario Kart is an example of a game you are absolutely better than me. Halo Infinite, you were better than me. What is it about this game that you think was missing from like a Mario Kart that you're able to be super competitive and really hard to beat in Mario Kart in this game, I felt like I actually could screw up a little bit, and I still comfortably could be ahead of you.
1: I have no idea. I feel like I was getting <laughs> dealt the worst hands. I could not catch up. And then I would get hit with an item, and then five seconds later, hit with another item. like I get lightning shocked or frozen, mm-hmm. and I just could not do it. <laughs> I don't know if it was... a. Uh, I also couldn't learn the tracks for some reason, which you seem to do right away. You know, know, there's a limited viewpoint because you know it's a PS1 game. Not nearly as bad as 64, from what I remember, Mario Kart 64.
0: And I I don't know what it was. I was just terrible because I was kind of in shock because there was multiple different times where it was just I almost kind of was getting a laugh out of it because I was like, okay, he's experiencing what other people deal with in Mario Kart, trying to catch up to him right now (laughs) because it just felt
1: like. You, the, the people in my p- the people in my sphere i don't yeah. think i can competitively do mario kart let's just Say that.
0: Okay, fine. Well, maybe I'll get that one out there just to get you to try once just to <laughs> see. But it is definitely one of those things where it was like it was kind of fascinating to watch because I was actually at points decently far enough ahead where I could kind of glance over and you're just fumbling your eyes. <laughs> <brow, know>. <laughs> getting smashed by another character and like it And that didn't
1: that didn't tarnish my view on this game. I still had fun with this game. It was I was laughing almost at myself, I'm like, how no, no, no. am I getting <laughs> such a delta bad hand? It's, especially the
0: second Grand Prix run. Oh, Oh my you God, got last terrible. was kind of like
1: two point against the ai that
0: was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was, that was hard that was
1: that was a little rough uh, i do want to shout out this game for being different because it does have a story mode and it has this interesting storybook type of progression so like you're you're flipping the pages you're seeing the characters on screen you know it's kind of like feel good find everybody that has these crystals and the story is serviceable but mm-hmm. i like that it just has a story Diddy Kong Racing has a story. Mm-hmm. So does Chocobo Racing. Mario Kart has still never done that, which yeah. is... It's astounding to me that that hasn't been a thing. It, when,
0: it's clearly it doesn't need to. That's the problem.
1: But man, could they do something incredible. If they did a combination of this slash Diddy Kong Racing, I would be...
0: Oh, I'd be ecstatic. See, me and you are different there. I just... I, I was like, what are they going to do that's incredible? <laughs> it's, when the, it's Diddy a Kong Mario? Racing. The, the,
1: going around that hub world, finding the balloons, like the... Finding, like... Running over a frog, and it turns into a character that's (laughs) a chicken. It's like that kind of stuff, that unlocking in that regard, it's really cool to me.
0: So they could get really clever. I I guess when I was thinking story, I thought you were meaning...
1: Oh, no, I'm not talking about like it's going to be a thrilling experience. Gotcha. I just punched my microphone, (laughs) because it's not going to be that. But it's just going to be different than just the Grand
0: Prix. Okay, so that I would agree with then. I think it would be fun to see the mario kart franchise kind of adapt just like i think it would be fun if again i don't think we're ever going to get another one no unfortunately because they just screwed it up but Which it,
1: square enix does like to do there are a while. lot of
0: different characters that would that do make sense for this franchise you could it's cute they i mean have you so could cute characters yeah
1: you could expand it the other way too you could have it just be the final fantasy party cast you know i'm racing mm-hmm. with zell from final fantasy 8 and lightning from final fantasy 13 Yeah. And, yeah, Kafka from Six. You know, it, you could go that route too. I do like that it's more, you know, the mascots, the monsters. Yeah. I think that's fun. I think that's what made it unique. But think about the locations you could do, oh, like
0: in a Final Fantasy-based game. Yeah, yeah I mean,
1: like the yeah. kart racer. It's it's that would be fun. And I think you know the locations were diverse enough go in this. The
0: slums of Midgar. <laughs> yeah,
1: that'd be awesome. Uh, but I think one, this was not. The game was not powerful enough to do unique locations. Like, when I look back at 64, I think there were 16 courses. Mark are 64? 4, 8, 12. Yeah, I think there were 16. There 16, yeah. But I think they were diverse enough. Even with the technology back then, they were so much different. These ones start to kind of glob together. Yes. It's uh, just different color palettes to me.
0: So, it's really funny you use that term because I was going to say I thought Mario Kart did a good job at diversifying itself with the color (laughs) palettes. So, I thought that was kind of interesting that you just said that. (laughs) But, that to me, like, and again, obviously, I played one way more than the other, but the levels did blend together in this game.
1: There Uh, wasn't really a standard. I remember a kind of fun, i call it Candyland level but it wasn't i don't think that's what it was mm. just a magical level and there's this one level where you go up the spire a lot and i thought that was cl- cool but yeah they just kind of meh you know in a weird way what i think
0: this game did for me is it kind of I, and i don't know why i got this way it makes me kind of want to play uh diddy con racing again hear those funky tunes to pop well but there's something about because you know you can like do the airplanes and
1: yeah the hovercraft that never controls how you (laughs) think it should oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) but again i think maybe i'm glad this game exists for that reason alone right Mm -hmm. because we've talked about diddy kong racing outside of this podcast and we're kind of wish-washy on it but at the same time it makes you appreciate it way more. Like, no, that actually is a really it, good they game. They
0: really tried something with it too, yeah. and I think man, that it feels like man. it feels like there is definitely a we we have a chance at like some unique kart racers because it feels like like you said they're in vogue kind of like clearly Mario
1: Kart <laughs> is I don't know why everybody's not chasing the Mario Kart. I guess we kind of have we have this like Nickelodeon racers now mm-hmm. we have this weird stuff. But someone needs to put some
0: a budget behind in in maybe that's the way we get into the subject of what would be the right franchise to try a car racer
1: and so before we do that i think what i'm realizing and this ties into an episode we did way before about uh safe save point episodes an offshoot episode it's about this era was about taking chances like you would just like you said throw something at the wall and make it work where you didn't have to worry about budgets and revenue. I mean, you still did, obviously. I guess
0: though, that's an interesting point, though. Do you think it was about taking chances, or it was because there was more freedom, because the budgets and the expense of making a game wasn't so extreme back then?
1: I think what it was is chasing trends in a different way, like Sixty Four, Mario 64, uh, Super Mario 64, revolutionized 3D platformers, right? Mm -hmm. And then Mario Kart came out and sold really well, too. And I think people wanted to chase that. But you could because you didn't know. Everything seems to be a little bit more tighter now. Games are making so much more money, but if you flop, there's a lot more risk. And I feel like back then you could maybe go through two, three projects and be like, all right, well, now we really, yeah, this yeah. is our Final Fantasy. We have one last shot. Yeah. So I I think it's just a different tone, and I think that's why we got so many weird games back in that era. We're still getting a lot of weird indie stuff, so that's great. But what would be the next franchise? Larry, you were going to laugh what oh, came to my head. Because obviously I want Final Fantasy Kart Racer. That would be cool. You know, a sequel to this, but we're, we're not getting that. It just, it won't happen. Even with the cool unlockable characters and all this stuff, it just, after Choco, Chocobo GP, this is done. My heart sucks twice. It's double stakes. Okay. <laughs> uh I couldn't think of many right off the back. because I'm like, we have the Mario Kart. We had Diddy Kong Racing. It's been so long since that. We have Crash Team Racing, which did really well. And we have these weird offshoots, you know, like Hot Wheels Unleashed and stuff. We're getting... That's not totally a kart racer, but you know what I mean. We have Sonic. We've got Crash. We got more. You know what we need? Hmm. We need Halo Kart Evolved Racing.
0: <laughs> Halo. You know you know what's really, really funny about that answer? So, I initially, when I first thought of this question, and we'll, we'll tackle that in a second... Was I initially was like, well, I gotta say Pokemon again, right? Because it's just that's what I do for all these answers. Because oh. you have all the the problem is, is we already nailed it. It isn't about the number of individual racers. It's about the world and the tracks you can get from
1: that. I went with Mass Effect. Okay, so we're both thinking space, which is interesting.
0: Both don't work, but no, they do because I think you have some unique characters. You would have some banging freaking music, so you would with Halo as well, clearly, but. The levels you could even like literally go around the Normandy, (laughs) like (laughs) you you could. I just there would be technically, you want to fly those, you could do that. You could do Mako races,
1: which then you could also do. (laughs) I mean, they're kind of compatible if you think about it. I just think about the great cast of Halo, like the aliens, the grunts. Like, you have a diverse cast of people you could be, just could be different variations of Spartans if you want to do, you know, a bunch of customizable stuff. But more important. Think of all the awesome levels and set pieces.
0: Yes, agreed. By the way, what was the name for your Air Raceways. Oh, mine is Halo Kart Evolved Racing. So mine's really stupid. I literally, you know, Mass Effect. I went Mass (laughs) (laughs) E-track. Yes. (laughs) 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 But keep going with the... so Air Races, Warthogs,
1: Ghosts, so you have... That you, you have def- all the vehicles already. You could definitely just do a battle mode. Just, <laughs> just take <laughs> Halo, uh, like Reach's battle modes, big map well, no, bat battles. No,
0: you, you could literally just do. No, well, they have the. Yeah, I, I guess actually the Halo Reach would work better. Because I was gonna say you have some of like that. What was the top-down shooter game that they oh, had? Ha- Halo Wars. Yeah, like you could do stuff like that and throw that in there if you wanted. And interesting no, no, enough, no, no, it wasn't Halo Wars. There was no. literally a like point-and-click shooter that was like top-down. That was like the, the first. Uh, Hell divers type game.
1: Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I think Spartan Assault. Oh, okay, gotcha. I never played that, but yes, that is a game. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could just give these guys goat karts too, mm-hmm. but think about it. Uh, the items you can pick up, you could be just random items, but you could also do the Spartan power-ups from like Reach and... The bubble shield. Yeah, the, like sick. from Halo 3, the bubble shield. You could do the Sprint, which would just be a boost. You could do Duplicate. I don't know how that would work, but there is... A lot that could work for how silly it is. And I'm like, I kind of really want it now. So it's kind of
0: funny. Be, well, one, how, first of all, as somebody who is always wanting his Xbox to continue to keep going, what an awesome idea to get an Xbox kart racer out there. <laughs> it's just like, Microsoft, do this. Yes. You know, you fumbled Halo Infinite. So let's try getting, you know, Master Chief back on the map. <laughs> I'm kind of leaning just towards yours because like the Mass Effect one would 100% work, but. Well, you say
1: that so confidently, I don't think that these ideas will be greenlit. <laughs> They're like thinking about budget meetings like Kart Racer. I don't know, man. Like, Super Mario Kart that- Deluxe.
0: Come on. <laughs> but the thing that's good about Master Chief Collection is like it's kind of or at least it used to be the that's the mascot for the Xbox, right? Mario Kart is the mascot. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can you imagine? <laughs> An Xbox Direct where the Halo music starts. It's like the <laughs> rocket. <laughs> yeah. And it's like Master Chief going over on a, on a go kart just going off a jump. <laughs> have it all serious, dude. <laughs> yes, like, have yes. it be, yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> yeah. That would be so good. And then have, like, bobblehead versions, like old school cheats. Oh, my, oh my
0: God. I'm telling you, I, again, I think, uh, especially in this laugh. era, <laughs> yeah. in this era, that would be so fun to see them be like, listen, we realized we screwed up with Halo Infinite. <laughs> 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 oh, come.
1: Oh, I make uh, it you'd, you'd want to play it but yeah i i actually you know what yeah, have the forza guys help build the racing part of it yeah and then just get a little goofy with the mario kart style have some banging music with electronics like
0: do it i love it i love this idea i think that is that's perfect perfection
1: <sighs> if you liked all that give us a like if you just want to cut out my laugh track go for it too We'll see you for the next game.